The Tech Qualified Podcast is dedicated to providing B2B technology marketers with access to real-world case studies and best practices. We interview industry leaders to uncover what's working in the world of B2B technology marketing. If you're wondering how you can position your technology company as the choice in the marketplace, then follow along as we go on this journey together. Hello and welcome to another episode of Tech Qualified. I'm Justin Brown and this episode of Tech Qualified is brought to you by Motion, a marketing agency that focuses on the strategy and development of thought leadership programs for B2B tech companies. Today, our guest is Dan Darren, the marketing manager at SearchSpring. Dan, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. And as we get started here, and just to give our audience a little bit of background, do you mind telling me a little bit about your past experience and then what you're up to now at SearchSpring? Sure. And I'm going to date myself a little bit, but I built my first e-commerce store for a friend back in 1997. That was for a business that manufactured and sold off-road accessories for Jeeps. From that point forward, I operated as a freelance e-commerce and marketing consultant for the most part of 16 years. I eventually moved on to an agency after years as a freelance consultant, was ready to work with you know a team and have some additional resources. So that was a great experience. Throughout my time as a freelancer and working on the agency side, I had a lot of interactions with SearchBring. I would implement uh, SearchBring for a lot of our clients. I would interact with the team. So I had a lot of experience with the platform through all those years. The opportunity presented itself to work for SearchBring. My unique experience with both SearchBring and the industry made for a really good fit. So that's when I moved over. And for those who don't know, do you mind telling us a little bit about SearchSpring? Who is your ideal customer profile and how do you help them? Yeah, sure. Basically, our ideal customer profile is e-commerce managers and online merchandisers for brands, retailers, B2B wholesale stores. Our sweet spot is SMB to mid-market, though we will go upstream further than that as well when it's a good fit. We support pretty much any e-commerce platform. However, we specialize in you know Shopify, BigCommerce, Magento, Miva, NetSuite, and we also do a lot with custom platforms as well. We like to say, you know, our mission is to give e-commerce teams and merchandisers superpowers. We do this through our site search, automated merchandising, and product recommendation solutions. I would say what makes us unique is our tailored white glove integration and our commitment to providing our customers with the highest level of service and support. If anybody ever looks at our reviews on G2, we offer a very high level of support, which is great. I can expand on those features and, you know, those offerings further here as well. Default search capabilities on a lot of e-commerce search platforms are limited. They don't recognize things like, you know, plurals, synonyms, you know, measurements, you know, everything like that. So what happens is when your customer comes in and they search for the products that they're looking for, they may not get any results. And what that results in is, you know, if customer can't find the products that they're looking for, you've basically lost them. They have, you know, little to no attention span these days. Once you flip, you know, SearchSpring can resolve all of those easy. That's a no-brainer. That's low-hanging fruit. That's one of the quickest ways to, you know, improve the experience for your shoppers on your store and improve that bottom line as well. 
from there, what we get into, and this is where I get really excited talking about our product, is the merchandising and the recommendation side. And one way that I always kind of lay it out is if you think of a brick and mortar retail store, you know, you walk in the front entrance and there's a display there. They may have products on that display, you know, because they're running a promo and they've got, you know, those products associated with that promo on the display, or they may be unloading some inventory, trying to get rid of things and they've got them on sale. As you go into the store further, you know, you'll find that the aisles, the displays, the walls, everything is curated for a very specific business reason. What SearchBring allows merchants to do is implement those very same strategies on their stores. And our merchandising capabilities allow really down to an individual. We make it so easy that an individual could implement pretty advanced merchandising strategies throughout the store. And we also offer product recommendations, which really drive those upsell and cross-sell opportunities as well. So very cool stuff. When you dive into the details, it's super interesting, super exciting stuff. So, And how are you getting people interested? Let's talk a little bit about the customer journey. Are you using an SDR, BDR team? Is it through uh, use of advertising or using, you know, organic word of mouth? How are you getting people interested in Search Spring? Yeah. So very good question. And we actually have a very long list of channels that we operate through. We do have a outbound team, SDR, BDR. We also full inbound, social paid, retargeting, thought leadership, eBooks, webinars. We do a lot of trade shows and events. This company was pretty much founded on trade shows and events. And I think I've heard you mention this in previous podcasts. You know, you used to go to trade shows and you come back with a bunch of leads. Nowadays, it's really about networking and getting to know those people, the e-commerce industry is a very tight-knit, close community. And so it's really about building those relationships. We leverage press quite a bit, and we have an extensive partner network. So we actually partner with agencies that service a lot of our customers, build e-commerce stores for them and maintain them. We have a number of tech partners, and we also partner with the e-commerce platforms themselves. And as you go through the customer journey, can you talk a little bit about the sales cycle? It's good for the audience to know kind of the breadth of the solution and what goes into it. What does the rest of the customer journey look like from initial interest actual to actual customer conversion? Yeah, sure. So basically, we've developed you know a reputation as being pretty honest and straight shooters, and I think that's earned us a lot of business. You know, one thing that we've done, we want to sound different, and this goes all the way down to our sales team as well. When we talk to somebody, you know, we're not selling them buzzwords. A lot of our competitors, a lot of people in the industry, and I would say this is also in Martech as well. You know, they're slinging a lot of buzzwords around these days. AI, everything's AI, AI, AI. You know, we really get down to the gritty of you know we want to offer a solution that's going to work best for you. So through that sales cycle and through that journey, you know, we really want to make sure to understand the needs of our customers and then offer them a solution that is truly going to work for their needs. Once they sign up with us, we actually have a pretty extensive data preview process where we actually look at their data so that the final result when we take our tools live with them are functioning well and performing very well out of the gate. Some of our other competitors will often implement really quick, but you have to kind of build it out and customize it from there. So we kind of take the reverse approach so that you know the final product is solid when they're ready to go live. And for a lot of our bigger brands and bigger retailers, that's super important. 
important. They don't like to build as they go, per se. From there, we actually offer a white glove implementation, which if anybody is short on resources, development costs are pretty extensive. You know, we can handle everything for them and we implement all the way through. If they want to do it themselves, we do have API integrations as well. And so we actually match look and feel of the site, a lot of the custom logic on the store, everything like that. And so once we push it live, then they're an active customer and they start their customer journey with us, which is really where I think we shine even further. Our customer success is top notch. And like I mentioned before, our customer support is next to none. We really, truly support our customers very well. And we've developed a pretty good reputation in the industry for that. Yeah, that's great. And I'm curious, you know, I know you said you have a pretty robust team. Throughout the journey, how do sales and marketing work together? Yeah, so our sales and marketing teams are pretty tight. We actually have a pretty good feedback loop from our sales team. You know, we're constantly learning, listening in on sales calls, really listening to the customer in those calls as well. And so over the years, I've learned a ton from that information. And so when we decide to go after a certain industry or certain platform or anything like that, we're tight in our efforts and coordinate pretty heavily. So we just recently went through an acquisition. So there's a few things that we're currently working out. We went through an acquisition and we actually merged with one of our longtime competitors, which was an amazing experience. I can't say too many people get the chance to you know look under the hood of one of their competitors and vice versa. And so we merged two teams together, which was pretty impressive. And we did it in a very short period of time. So we're going through the process of assessing tools. We're assessing processes, looking at our ABM approaches and everything like that and overall lead gen. And so there's a lot of stuff in flux right now, but it's definitely heading in a great direction. And through that, on the marketing side, we went from a three-person team to an eight-person team, and we're very specialized now. And the team merged very well, and it's pretty impressive. It was awesome to see. So we're doing some really cool stuff. And what are you doing more on the brand side with things like content and thought leadership? You know, what are you doing to really establish yourself as an authority in your space? Yeah. So on the thought leadership side, you know, we've got a number of new players and I will say our CEO is willing to talk, which is great. A lot of times you work for B2B SaaS company and sometimes the, you know, CEO in leadership isn't willing to talk or create content with us. And so we actually have a very good opportunity here with our leadership team to produce some really great content. And we've started that process and there's a lot of it going out. And that's really impressive. I would say there's a whole heck of a lot more to come. We've just kind of, you know, with a recent acquisition and merger, we've kind of just kicked off that process. But yeah, we're going to really drive a lot there. I will also say that we are kind of some R&D current initiatives that we've got going on is media. We really want to dive into media and building a community. We have created a community Slack channel called Ecom Alliance. And what that allows is for e-commerce professionals to just have an open discussion about current events, problems, anything like that they want to discuss. And there's no selling or advertising on that platform. And so it's a great resource to really hear and understand and kind of have your thumb on the pulse of our industry and what our customers are talking about. So that's been really good. So yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things in the fire that we're working on, but that's kind of where it's all heading. And how are you? So it sounds like you're doing a lot. You know, you got your CEO involved, you got your Slack channel. How are you using content along the customer journey? 
Yeah. So we start out with some high level content, awareness content. Basically, we get into guides and webinars and everything like that. And anytime we can leverage our customers, the platforms and our partners, that always adds to the value of those resources. So we build out a lot of you know awareness resources. And then as we go on down, we've gotten into a lot of guides and resources along those lines. So we have, you know, a site search guide, a merchandising guide, a number of webinars around those. And I would say one that's been pretty popular and worked well for us is how to purchase a provider, how to choose a provider guide. And that one's done really well for us because again, kind of what I mentioned before, you know, a lot of buzzwords flying around in our industry. At face value, we can somewhat look the same. And so we wanted to hit that head on and just really display that picture of, you know, look, when you pull back the curtain, we're not all the same. So that's been a great, great resource. As we've gotten further down the line, as we're in the decision phase and everything like that, our G2 reviews and testimonials really add a ton of value there. And then we also have a lot of knowledge-based resources and everything like that to where, you know, once we start getting into implementations and data and everything like that, that really helps with that process. They may not leverage it right away, but they definitely want to know it's there and available to them once they get into the process. So, And so I know you've been in, out, and around uh, Search Spring for a long time. I guess take this question whatever direction you want. You know, usually somebody has a more traditional start date to when they start with an organization. But I like to ask, how has marketing changed since you got to the company? Now, you can take that as how has marketing changed since your first interaction with the company? Or how has marketing changed since you came on full time? I'll let you steer this one. Wow. Yeah, that's a loaded question for sure. Being running parallel with SearchSpring all those years, at one point in time, I was actually coming into the office and talking to the team and everything like that. I was actually local to them. And so I did get to see a lot of those marketing processes even before I moved over. And you know, like I said, a lot of the marketing efforts previously were really driven around trade shows and events. Once I came on board, once I switched over, the team was pretty solid and we started to look at things quite differently. We were really starting to go down the road of ABM. We actually had a very tight ICP at the time. And so we were diving into an ABM approach that was really going to put us in front of that audience. We also, and this is a story I often kind of tell, one thing that I have the benefit of seeing is how we evaluate and purchase tools within this company. Our buyer's journey is actually very similar to our customer's buyer journey. So I would actually sit here and watch how our own team would buy those tools and the handoffs and the negotiations and everything like that. And so it was really fascinating to see what we would expect of our customers or our market you know, through that process. Whereas we wouldn't do the same when we went to evaluate and purchase software on our own. So there was a big learning there of, you know, really kind of how to look at things and how to start structuring our website, building content and really driving it that way. So I would say, you know, as we continue to go on with the current changes that are taking place, it has just progressed immensely. I mean, it's like night and day different from years ago till now. And overall, the industry has changed as well. I mean, the rapid rate of change of our industry, our market, everything is insane to keep up with. 
And so that has driven a lot as well. So, you know, when you really get into it, you have to watch all those moments of change and how people look at things and how people are currently buying tools and really dig in and say, okay, how do we support this? There's no resources out there that are going to show you or tell you how to do this. B2B SaaS is tough business and the marketing component is always interesting. I've heard it say B2B SaaS marketing is not for the faint of heart. And that is very true in my mind. And so you really have to be flexible, really have your eyes open and look at things differently. And I think that's really what we've done. And if you could go back in time and give yourself a piece of advice, maybe when you first did start full time at Search Spring, what piece of advice would you give yourself? Oh boy, that's a tough one. I probably would have moved quicker on a number of things and fought harder for a little, a few things as well. Coming in fresh, you're not sure, you know, where you fit in and everything like that. And you're still getting a feel for things and understanding, you know, how the organization works and functions. And so, yeah, I think I would have, you know, stepped in and probably put the hammer down, put the gas on the fire and really hit it a lot quicker. And like I said, kind of fought for those, that type of movement. So... And nothing's perfect on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. What are you finding to be your biggest challenge and how are you overcoming that? Yeah. Oh boy, you're hitting me with all the hard questions here. Yeah. I mean, you know, we definitely run into daily challenges and I would say it's this, it's easy to fall into a lot of traps. We as marketers tend to think it should be done this way or that way. And we go ahead and build it out that way. We make a bunch of assumptions, this and that, and you know, we shove it out the door and it doesn't work as well as we think. And so what makes good marketers is to be able to look at that and say, okay, well, why didn't that work? You know, why didn't our assumptions work? Could we have flipped over, talked to a couple of our customers to say, hey, here's what we're thinking of doing. What do you think about that? And really kind of get that insight and really develop better campaigns, better outcomes. So yeah, I think that's kind of how I look at those daily learnings that we run up against. All right. Well, you passed the test on the hard questions. We're going to move to some closing questions here. What do you use to stay up to date on what's going on in B2B marketing? What's some content that you actually consume on a regular basis to make sure that you're up to speed on trends in the space? And again, that's actually a very loaded one for me. I don't have like one particular one that I like. I consume all sorts of information from all different resources and channels throughout the day. B2B SaaS marketing, our industry, our competitors, e-commerce in general. And I will say we as a team just consume tons of information. So I do get asked that question quite a bit. And I honestly cannot pin down a single resource that I would recommend or anything like that because we are all over the place in consuming that. And what we have to do, like I said, you know, Search Spring's a unique B2B SaaS is a unique beast. So we as a marketing team really have to look at those resources. We consume podcasts, we read articles, we read industry news, reports and analysis. And what we have to do is we really kind of have to take that through a filter of, okay, if and how can we apply that to Search Spring and to our audience and to our marketing efforts? So I honestly can't give you a single resource. No worries. I understand. You know, there is so much information out there at this point. So that works. And then just last question for you here, Dan, where can people go to find you and to find Search Spring? Yeah, I mean, the best way, you know, definitely go to searchspring.com, check out our website. I will say too, we actually have a new website coming out soon. We're really looking forward to that and definitely check us out there. 
All right, there you have it. Well, Dan, thanks for joining me today. It was great having you on Tech Qualified. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. And for our audience, thanks for listening as well. You know, if you're looking to generate engaging conversations with your ideal customers while also positioning your tech as the choice in the marketplace, then access Motion's Ultimate Thought Leadership course for B2B tech companies. The online course provides a complete step-by-step process required to establish a thought leadership program using a podcast or video series. Get free immediate access today by visiting motionagency.io slash access. And for our listeners, thanks for joining us on this episode of Tech Qualified. If you're looking to generate engaging conversations with your ideal customer profile, while also positioning your tech as a choice in the marketplace, then access Motion's ultimate thought leadership course for B2B tech companies. The online course provides a complete step-by-step process required to establish a thought leadership program using a podcast or video series. Get free immediate access today by visiting motionagency.io slash access.